Welcome to Growth Island, your go-to podcast on how to be the best version of yourself. Now, let's join your host, Mess Freeze, as he interviews high performers and experts in nutrition, meditation, exercise, relationships, business, general health, and life's bigger mysteries. Welcome to today's episode of Growth Island. My name is Mass Fries, and I got the pleasure of being your host tonight. Today, I got Daniel Espelam in the studio. He is a good friend. He is a kick-ass biohacker that I often go to to discuss the newest research that I found. He is working as the acting COO of Focus DK, which is the biggest catering company in Denmark at the moment. And then he knows a lot about mushrooms. Something that we've been discussing for a few months now where I'm trying to learn more about it. So I'm really excited about getting the chance to interview Daniel today about why is it that mushrooms are so interesting and how you use it as a biohacker. So Daniel, welcome very much today. Thank you very much. I love to spread the gospel of mushrooms. Uh, so uh, thank you for uh, hosting me. Thanks. So just by starting out, can you tell a little bit about yourself, your background, Yes, I am uh, an Englishman in New York, uh, as a Norwegian in Copenhagen, and 30 years old. Been living here for six years, so I feel uh, more or less accustomed to it. And uh, yeah, traveling through life, uh, focusing on uh, good food, uh, personal development, and uh, spiritual enlightenment, I guess. Cool. So I know you well. So I know you've been doing so many different biohacking things from going on a 10 day fast to get over a disease in Indonesia to a lot of other things. But today we're going to be focused mostly on mushrooms. So can you tell me why is mushrooms so interesting? What got you interested in that? Uh, For me, I think it started out with uh, uh, me turning vegetarian. or more plant, basically more plant-based in my diet many, many years ago. Um, and found that mushrooms was a, a very interesting kind of meat substitute. Um, it has high nutritional values. It's tasty. It has good texture. It is, um, yeah, it's easy to manipulate in, in the sense of like making it into into different things you can use it for for a variety of things uh, so that was uh, that, that was probably where, where it started out mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah cool so I've tried to go more vegan as well or vegetarian and I find it a bit challenging finding the good sources or what you would say the good recipes to make sure you get the proper food so what is it in the protein level, for example, that's often what you hear, like, I can't go vegetarian, I need my protein. So, so, so what's the deal about that? I think in, uh, with, with regards to protein, it's, uh, it's a big misconception. It's uh, one of the big myths, I would say, of general nutrition that you don't get enough protein. If, if you get enough general calories in your diet, you will also, and you eat whole food, you will also get enough protein because even fruits uh, contain somewhere between six to 10% protein. And that's enough 
for for like for a grown person to maintain uh, you know the muscle mass mm. you need so so in general you can eat only fruits and you will still get enough uh, proteins um but of course if you want to you know build your muscles or uh, in general uh, there are, there are you know uh, protein is not just protein protein is uh, a lot of uh, amino acids um and some amino acids are better than others so of course you you can get sufficiently uh, amount sufficient amount of proteins uh, through a very um plain diet of say potatoes if you just eat potatoes you could probably survive on potatoes for a year um but at some point you will have some deficiencies because you only get a certain uh, profile of amino acids. Um, what I think is very interesting with uh, with mushrooms, of course, there are like there are probably tens of thousands of different mushrooms uh, that you could possibly eat um, that that we haven't really d- discovered yet. Uh, this is my, but there are thousands that you can eat that we know of today. So for someone that doesn't know so much about mushrooms, yeah. <clears throat> I remember that we talked a few weeks ago and I was like, yeah, I'm trying to get my mushrooms. I got these white ones and I also got these brown ones that are traditional in like the Danish supermarket at least. And you're like, you told me that's probably not the best mushrooms to get mess. So what's, what's the deal about that? Okay, so most, so the most uh, cultivated mushroom in Europe and the US is the general button mushroom which is the um, champignon. Yeah. Uh, and it is, uh, for example, portobello mushrooms are also uh, uh, just a different type, um, selective breeding uh, of the same type of mushroom. And they are easy to grow and they are easy to cook and people know them and they're just it's they are very convenient and i don't know i actually haven't uh, looked into why they became like the staple mushroom mm. but they're not very interesting in a culinary sense um i think at least um and in terms of nutrition there is they have very low nutritional value and if you don't cook it i know it's served in salad bars and stuff like that uncooked uh, button mushrooms and they are neurotoxic to eat if you don't cook it. So it's, it's so for the people that don't know what that means, what does it mean to be neurotoxin? Uh, a neurotoxin is something that is tox- toxic to your neurons, so your your brain cells. If you eat uncooked champignons or button mushrooms, uh, in of course, if you if you have you know a bit of drizzle in your salad, it won't have a big effect, but you might get a headache. But it basically means that you're killing off your your neurons, um, and of course you don't you don't want to do it. Uh, same with alcohol; it's a neurotoxin as well, uh, and you can usually sense that the day after drinking yeah. that you've done something yeah. not quite good with your uh, to your head. So eating a lot of the champignon, as we call them in Danish, like eating them raw. Let's say I ate like ten of them. That could actually give me a big headache and feeling bad the day after. Yeah, and it would, I mean, most significant, most significantly from my understanding is that it would fa- affect your short-term memory. Yeah, uh, because it's um, 
it would break down like the the weakest bonds of your of your neuron so like new synapses before they're uh, properly formed before you've had enough repetition of some knowledge um yeah so i think your short-term memory would be most affected by it cool so how do i get into the good mushrooms so now knowing that i, sh- I shouldn't eat the traditional ones how do i get the full benefit of these mushrooms that you've been so enthusiastic about yeah i would say to start with um how to get them is quite straightforward at least if you live in copenhagen uh, you go to a fairly decent uh, supermarket and uh, i i personally usually shop at superbosen and they always have like a, a variety of maybe five or six different mushrooms which i don't think is very you know there are so many types you could have but the cultivation aspect of of this is not really that widespread yet um but uh, you go there you find uh, i my personal favorite for cooking is uh, the oyster mushrooms um and uh, shiitake is a very common one that's actually the most cultivated mushroom in the world uh, it's quite expensive to buy here and uh, to buy it fresh here in denmark because we don't have a tradition of cooking with shiitake but i mean it's a staple cooking fund from shiitake is like staple in in chinese and korean and japanese cuisine uh with miso soup and ramen soup and all kinds of stocks everything is usually has some soy and some shiitake fun so do we grow the shiitake 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 here in europe or where is it grown uh yeah it's uh i mean there are some specialty mushroom growers in denmark who does it yeah and um yeah the, the prices have i've seen just from moving here i mean and starting to look for these types uh, it's probably dropped like the prices have dropped probably 50% 70% something like that um from being very exclusive and very seasonal to now they probably grow it in some greenhouse style uh, facilities um So um I would say those are the most common ones. Um and why are those so good? So do they also release a bit of toxins in the brain if you don't cook them or can you eat them raw or they I think you can eat them raw with no significant uh worry but they're not very tasty. No. And in general like a general rule uh all fungus should be cooked as to not just for like safety but uh, the the beneficial aspects uh usually come out when cooked yeah the bioavailability of the the positive aspects of them um come out when you cook them uh, so um i would i would say always cook mushrooms yeah <clears throat> and just for people that don't know fungus Yeah. So for a lot of people that'll be a new word for me it was at least for not too long ago that I figured out it was not. Can you tell like what's a fungi and why is it not a fruit or something else? Uh a fungi is any type of uh, any type of uh f- like it's a fungus. Uh any type of spore spread uh organism. Um 
And all mushrooms are fungi. Yes. And it's not the same as a vegetable or something else. No. It's a different category. Yeah. So you have you have animals, you and me, you have insect is a type of animal and uh, you know mammals and birds and you have that whole kingdom of animals and you have the kingdom of plants and that is trees to root vegetables to anything uh, growing from photosynthesis and co2 and then you have a third kingdom of organisms which is um, and these are complex organisms um, the third is fungus and fungus is uh, growing as we do uh, we can't live from the rays of the sun alone we need to to uh, break down uh, biomass basically uh, and the same with fungus they also break down biomass and they are i mean without fungus there would be no planet earth as we know it because they convert any biomass um, or break, break it down into basic building blocks um yeah cool so going back to the health benefits of some of these mushrooms can you dig a little bit deeper into that so what does some of these mushrooms do yeah so we can i mean we started out with shiitake and and oyster mushrooms um uh, these two are uh, very good for so yeah uh, on a more broad level uh, mushrooms have polysaccharides which is a saccharide is a sugar, so carbohydrates um, and a sugar type of carbohydrate. Uh, you also have starch and you also have like regular carb, like carbon. Uh, starch, uh, that's often when you get in potatoes, for example. Yes. Um, and they are all, I think starch is also a type of a polysaccharide, but it's not easily digested. So for example, potatoes, you should cook them. Um, they also are uh, bad for your for your health if you don't cook it. But uh, sweet potatoes, they're not. But you can eat a sweet potato raw without it being dangerous. But it's still the bioavailability is very low because it's a poly means a complex and saccharide is a sugar. So it's a complex sugar structure, and your body has a really hard time breaking it down into uh, basically bite-sized pieces. Um, and the same with, with mushrooms, you, you cook it. However, mushrooms, like the polysaccharides of mushrooms, they have, not all of them, some specific types. For example, uh, shiitake, oyster mushrooms, um, which are the general two very health beneficial cook, cooking mushrooms. Um, they have specific polysaccharides as a orange has vitamin C and carrots have beta, uh, beta carotene or vitamin A also called and you have different types of, of fruits and vegetables have different types of, um, of uh, minerals different types of mushrooms have different types of polysaccharides and some of them are very beneficial for us for example shiitake has some types of uh, polysaccharides that are good for uh, our skin so it helps um, helps the skin or helps the body basically run the skin process mm-hmm. uh, also liver cleansing um, and and in general you can see that mushrooms for example shiitake is very good for cleansing it's it helps in general all the cleansing processes in your body um, with um, 
with the um, oyster mushrooms, it's very good for restorative processes. So it's it gives you like a, a glowing skin, glowing hair. Uh, it gives you better sleep. It gives you like it relaxes your body, um, and and kind of enhances your your what's it called Re- restorative restorative processes. Um, then you have other mushrooms that are actually grown wild in in Denmark uh, that you can't eat, but they grow on birch birch trees. One is called chaga. This is the most uh, antioxidant abundant organism there is ever found. It has something like 10 times as much antioxidants as the acai berry of, of Brazil, which is like heralded as the, the king Super of food. Yeah. The king of superfood, mm. and and this one has ten times the amount, and and the reason is that it infects a birch tree, which is high. Th- I mean, a birch birch tree is very medicinal. It has uh, high antibacterial uh, uh, properties, and when this fungus infects the tree, it takes maybe five to ten years in a kind of a wrestling match, where the where the fungus tries to break down the tree, and the tree produces. Uh, defensive uh, compounds and the mushroom basically absorbs these compounds and after a struggle of I don't know it can take five years ten years 15 years the mushroom wins basically and the tree starts to die and the mushroom uh, reproduces and then it grows um, it grows a big blob out of the side of the tree and this is the fruit body Mm. of the mushroom and you can t- take that, cut it off. It, it tastes terrible. You can't really, you can't cook it because it's it's almost like a, a lump of tree. Yeah. But you can take that. You can grind it down into powder, and you can extract the polysaccharides from it. And this has Im- like immense health benefits if you if you drink or you take this as a supplement. Uh, I do that. I have I have this extract at home. Uh, every time I feel sick, I have I wake up and I feel. Like I have a snoo or, a, uh, you know, just uh, doesn't feel, I don't feel like completely on top. I, I take this as a morning remedy and I feel like, I feel great. Um, I very seldom get sick. And if I get close to it, I, I take one of these and it, it goes away. Cool. Um, Where can we normal mortals that don't know about mushrooms find that? That sounds pretty good. Yeah. I usually go with a company called Four Sigmatic. Yeah. We'll uh, put a link to that in the show notes. Four yeah. Sigmatic. And I know that, I mean, both you and me are, are big fans of Tim Ferriss. Yeah. And he has uh, lauded t- Four Sigmatic. That's where I heard heard about that from. So uh, he has like a voucher coupon or like a, and I own just search Four Sigmatic and Tim Ferriss, and you'll get a discount. Cool. Um, he they, they they do coffee with these supplements, uh, different types of, of mushrooms. They have uh, this chaga. You have reishi, which is really good for sleep, um, and also for immune system. It's basically for your immune system, and you're also like restorative. They have some so, uh, one mushroom type called uh, lion's mane, which I really look forward to. Uh, cultivation in, in Denmark because it's also a delicious mushroom to cook but you can't really buy it anywhere I've heard that name before about yeah. that mushroom so why is that so special um, lion's mane 
has a um, has properties for your brain. It's really really good for your uh, myelin production, and myelin is basically the uh, gel or the coating that encases a synapsis, like a new when when there's a new neuron produced uh, before it forms as a kind of a permanent link. Um, uh, the body or the brain produces a, a kind of a, a gel that that covers the, the neuron and, and this is called myelin and it's for example people that have epilepsy uh, the reason for epilepsy is the body can't produce sufficient amounts of myelin and when when people with epilepsy get stressed and gets kind of up they, they, they kind of strain their brain and the synapses kind of start to fall fall apart because they're not cased. They're not encased in su- sufficient amounts of myelin and, and they can get a seizure. Uh, so for example, this lion's mane has shown tremendous uh, potential for, for treating and yeah, for treating like epilepsy, um, uh, not seizures. I don't think it works instantaneous, but having that as a supplement in, in your diet also, if you get a concussion, it's really good uh, to kind of restore your, your brain functions. Uh, migraine, any type of, uh, of brain-related disease, then lion's mane is, is tremendous. Do we know anything about Alzheimer, Parkinson with lion's mane as well? Do you know if there's been any research for that? Not on top of my, no. my head. Cool. But I would, I would presume that because that's also kind of these these same functions uh f- yeah starting to to tremble yeah um and uh, i mean the most for 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 example parkinson and uh, and alzheimer's the most uh correlated uh kind of thing for for, for that is lack of sleep yeah uh so there i would i would recommend reishi uh which is uh another type grown wild and it grows wild in, in Scandinavia in Siberia and um and where do you find these mushrooms that are not normal in the supermarket so you can get powder that's easier to order yeah which ones are, are good enough as a powder version and which ones do you need as the, the dried version or the fresh version fresh version that's a really good question actually uh, because um that's something that I've found out not the the hard, hard way but the kind of the inefficient way i i ordered a lot of mushroom powder uh some time ago and um one to see effect of that versus extract so one is powder basically dried mushroom ground into powder and the other was a dual extract of a of a mushroom and the powder for most of these medicinal types of mushrooms the powder just dried up it doesn't do much because again you need to cook it and for these they are i mean very complex stru- structures so so you really need to break down the the plant or not the plant matter because that's not a plant but the the biomatter to get access to to um the the beneficial compounds and that's done through a um, dual process uh, dual extract process which is you soak the powder for maybe one to two months in alcohol, which I'm doing right now with lion's mane and with shaga, 
and with shiitake uh, i'm making i'm trying to do a dual extract um to see if, if it's easy to do mm -hmm. um and then after maybe two months you you basically take it out uh put all the matter into a uh yeah take the take the alcohol and uh and put it aside you put all the matter and put it into cheesecloth and you you press out so you only have like this the dry matter back and then you put that and cook it like boil it for maybe 12 hours and then again uh put it through a cheesecloth uh rinse it out and take all the boiled water and all the alcohol and mix it and then you can boil it down into a syrup okay and that's the extract yeah and that's a dual extract and that's that that gives you the highest concentration of the beneficial like the beneficial compounds the polysaccharides um and it's quite expensive if you buy it the, the dual extract so for example you buy pure dual extract of four sigmatic you pay maybe i think there are maybe one and a half dollars per satchel so that's one cup is like you know 10 kroners danish yeah. um which is quite expensive if, if you want to take one or two of those a day and you want to take maybe five different mushroom ex extracts per day um then it it becomes quite it adds quite up. hefty yeah cool are there any other mushrooms that we should know about that are good to eat we're not going to talk about the more but people often hear about mushrooms they think something else like how you change your perception of the world but today yeah. we're talking about the health benefits of them yeah um i would say another type is maitake yeah uh can be found in in Asian food stores. Uh, it's a bit similar to to shiitake, and uh, it's also a very nice culinary uh, culinary uh, mushroom. Um, let me think. Uh, yeah, turkey tail is another one, um, and. It's uh, that one is not that good for cooking, as far as I know, but it's also very good. Like it has uh, very good medicinal properties. Um, Where would you recommend people to go look for mushrooms or learn about mushrooms? Like for, I so uh, I would say the number one source in the world is a guy named Paul Stamets. He is by far the the yeah mr mr fun guy mm. uh, and uh and he does both medicinal mushrooms he produces medicinal mushrooms um so all of these types and does dual extract of them and make pills out of it and he also sell uh sells spores if you want to grow it yourself he sells uh, grow kits he is a contracted like he's been contracted by us nsa uh, and home defense and for 30 40 years i think uh cool for, because he has such a deep understanding of of this organism and it could also be used for i mean you can you can grow things in petri dishes and you can definitely grow very dangerous types of uh like strains of mushrooms to yeah. infect a population potentially um and he has i i would recommend he has a podcast with uh, uh joe rogan 
where they talk about both medicinal mushrooms and also uh, magic mushrooms. Uh, he's also a big proponent of, of that. Yeah. And um, and how do we find that podcast? Joe Rogan Joe Experience. Rogan. Yeah. Uh, and you saw a search for mushroom or you search for Paul Stamets. That is P-A-U-L-S-T-A-M-E-T. Cool. S. I'll find that and put that in the show notes as well for people to yeah. find. That is three hours of wonderful knowledge. I mean, he's, he is by far the most knowledgeable. Uh, so I would say those two. Uh, or Yeah. And then also you have um, Four Sigmatic has a nice website. It's a Finnish company. Uh, the founder has also written a book called Healing Mushrooms, mm-hmm. which is wonderful. Paul Stamets has probably written 15 books on all types of mushrooms. Um, the best one I would recommend is Running Mycelium. And uh, it's about how that's uh, that's probably for another non-biohacker related episode of mushrooms how everything is connected underground where you can where we can see anything everything is connected through the roots of mushrooms which is called mycelium Mm. um it's the it's the foundation of forests and uh, ecosystems cool so apart from eating all these mushrooms do you have any other routines that you do to be the best version of yourself yeah uh definitely i'm always trying to tweak uh uh, my routine but i found now uh something that works very well Uh, one is i always finish my my shower with uh with uh, 100 seconds of cold water uh i've been doing that for almost two years and that's i mean it's more refreshing than a, a cup of coffee I do every morning half an hour of meditation and uh, five minutes of, of exercise. I journal a bit. What kind of meditation do you do? Um, right now, I'm I'm kind of learning uh, to do chakra meditation. And what does that mean? Um, that means um, focusing on on energy points in the body from root chakra, which is the base of the spine. Uh, to the crown chakra, which is top of your head, and it's basically uh, this the the basis of, of um, tantra philosophy, um, which says that we have some power zones or like power spots in our body that that are connected to to different aspects of our life, such as uh, grounding, sexuality, loving um interconnectedness communication um so so i do i focus on each of these seven points and and try to basically clear them out and uh and see them shining uh so that i can go out and and spread uh yeah knowledge about mushrooms or good food or good health or uh, being happy yeah cool and then you do journaling as well yeah and there as well, I haven't, I haven't found like uh, I would like to do morning pages where I just write crazily for page after page. I find it a bit hard to do both time wise because when I start to write, uh, especially if I write by hand, 
I could just yeah write for half an hour and I, I don't seem to finish. Um, so uh, so I write. I have this called a daily stoic journal, which um, yeah it's uh, Paul Ryan. Uh, what's his name? The obstacle is the way and. Um, uh, he's an, an author also uh, uh, a Lots friend of, of Tim Ferriss yeah um, Brian Holiday yeah. of course um, he has a journal and it's basically like half a page uh, focusing on like a daily question it could be um, how does um, how does your own missteps hurt yourself the most and then I, I basically reflect on that for half a page in the morning and then I do the same before I go to bed for half a page and it's basically every day I reflect on something new and I try to to take the the kind of the big view on life so does the book have these different questions so a new question for each day or do you come up with a script with the questions no it has a, a question for every day and a okay. topic for every week interesting so this topic this week's topic is love cool which is wonderful yeah how you're doing stuff that's hurting yourself with love or how you're doing stuff that's good i'm guessing yeah. cool i'll find a note for that as well so people can look into that any other routines that you do that's already a fair bit yeah, yeah. um yeah i have uh, right now i have uh, some mantras yeah that i say throughout the day um i have and i do that three times a day and what does a mantra mean um i repeat a it could i mean it could be a meaningless phrase like uh huma shiva something like that uh which is like a maybe a meditation f- uh, mantra i have uh some i try to reprogram my subconsciousness mm-hmm. um where i've had uh I've always kind of struggled to make money and uh, had that as a kind of a mental obstacle. Um, and uh, and I've had a little bit of, of training with uh, with a woman called Mother Ocean, which you've also met. Mm-hmm. And she gave me a mantra relating to this, yep. which is money is nothing. I manifest abundance. Yep. So I say that 13 times every day, three times a day. Yeah, and then I also say I love myself mm-hmm. thirteen times, three times a day, and then I say everything. Everything is exactly as it should be. Yeah, thirteen times, three times a day. Cool. And uh, I usually do that with my morning journaling, and then before eating lunch, and then uh, before you know writing my uh, night or evening. Yeah. Uh, journal. Interesting. That's something a lot of people have done through history yeah and you heard that for some people it sounds a bit weird for other people it makes total sense and once you try it for most of the people i've heard it's really helpful and it's yeah gives a good feeling yeah cool so if people want to find you after today what's a way to get in contact with you anywhere to follow you and so on i know you're not super much on social media so uh yeah um Easiest is probably like email, my, yeah. my private email, which is daniel.esplan at gmail.com. Cool. And uh, yeah, LinkedIn maybe. I guess LinkedIn, I'm a professional guy. Yeah. 
so, so the LinkedIn profile might be a place to find you as well to connect. Yeah. If someone has similar interest or more curious to hear about some of your journey. Yeah. So this was just a little part of your buying hacking journey and the stuff you've done. Yeah, definitely. LinkedIn is probably the best. Then we can steer it from there to more esoteric communication channels. Yeah, cool. And so if you had to recommend just one mushroom for people to go buy tomorrow, which one would that be? That would be oyster mushrooms. Yeah. Cool. So oyster mushrooms. It's just like chicken. Like you, you tear it up and it's, yeah, it has the consistency of chicken. It's really good for your sleep. I mean, you've had it a bit earlier. Yeah. And it really puts like your body into calm state. It's good for, for your supper. Yeah. And then you can have a nice sleep afterwards. Cool. I'll definitely, I'm tracking my sleep. So I'll see if I get more deep sleep after this session. That's going to be interesting. But Daniel, thank you so much for coming today. I really appreciate it. I learned a lot of new stuff about mushrooms. There's more stuff that I have to try and I'm sure the listeners out there will learn something too. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Growth Island. Be sure to subscribe for more episodes on how to be the best version of yourself. And if you found this show helpful, then please leave us a review so more people will learn about the podcast or share with a friend who can benefit from it too. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.